to the Be The Change podcast, a global volunteers production where we will explore people traveling, volunteering, and living outside their comfort zones. Welcome back to the Be The Change podcast. I'm Ruth Curran, and I'm so glad you came back to join me today. This episode is a special one. The stories that we'll hear today are told from a very deep place and came as a result of some kind of personal shift that happened as a result of participating in a service program. Maybe not the actual participation in the program, but being there, being in the moment, understanding what's happening, acknowledging what's going on around them, and really putting the pieces together later. The stories that we hear today are about family, about healing, and about making connections and listening to other people. Let's listen to some of these stories and imagine the possibilities. This first story really sets the scene and the tone for today's episode. It came out of a conversation that I had with two young people after they came back from an alternative spring break trip to Cuba. We'll hear from both Mike and Elisa today, but this first piece comes from Mike. We were talking about what was meaningful to Mike, and he talked about connections. He talked about how being able to make connections with people whose lives were so different from his really had an impact on him. And here's how he now sees the impact of making those connections with other people. What I'm kind of really drawn to is this idea that everyone has all these stories and everyone has all these experiences and everyone has all these things in their life, you know, their things that make them happy and things that they're proud of. And in, in my experience with the Cuban people, they're, they're very proud of their country and they really wanted to, you know, they, everyone we talked to is how you, how do you like Cuba? Like you're, you're going to come back. Right. And they're um, the people who I was working with at the church, like they're, they're so passionate about their church. And I saw them hard at work every day, kind of painting and constructing in various ways. And um, keeping that in mind uh, in discussions with others is kind of, you know, everyone has those things. And kind of keep being on the lookout for kind of connecting with people, I guess. This next story comes from that same conversation, but this one comes from Elisa. And Elisa's reasons for going to Cuba were a little bit different than Mike's. As we talked, I learned that Elisa's family came from Cuba. Her mother was born there. Her grandparents lived their whole lives there. So she heard stories about what it was like to live in Cuba as she grew up. Let's listen in on that part of the conversation. I was very intrigued. I was very skeptical, but I was also very intrigued by like this place that I'm from that not a lot of people get to go to. Um, and not even that like my mom has really ever been to. I mean, she was born there, but she's never gone back. So I was very interested in seeing that. And I mean, I love doing service, so that, of course, too. Was it weird going to a place where your mom was born and she's never been back? How did that feel? It was very weird. It was kind of like almost a disillusioned kind of feeling. Like everything seemed very tranquil while we were there, which I know is not exactly the experience that my ancestors have had there. So it was very weird to kind of experience that 
and to like see like the house that she was born in that she lived in and things like that. As that conversation continued, we started talking about how things can change as a result of an experience. For me, this was a great opportunity to see how one person's impression of an entire situation can change just by being part of something. Listen as Elisa talks about how her impression of Cuba changed and her hopes for her family. I didn't really think so much about like what the people in Cuba thought specifically. I know that my view of Cuba has been a little bit negative growing up just because my grandparents, you know, did suffer there. My parents did ultimately immigrate to the United States. So um, it's very different, I think, for a lot of the Cubans like living in Miami that goodbye, like, you know, even though what I found really surprising when I told my grandmother that I was going to Cuba and I was expecting her to be like, why, like, why would you go there? Like, you know, I suffered there. Um, she was really, really excited. She had a lot of pride for this place that she was from. And I think there is something to be said for like, no matter how much, you know, you may have negative experiences in a place, if it's the place you're from, you know, you're always going to love that place. And actually, now that I think about it, um, like I'm from Florida and Mike thinks it's funny um, because a lot of people don't really like Florida, but like, I'm just so proud of being from Florida. I think to tie it back, um, something that I was really struck by was just how proud everyone was of this place that they were from, even though they don't really have a lot. And, you know, the government controls a lot of things. So it's really hard to get a lot of the things you need. People are very proud and people are very hardworking. Um, like another thing I was really struck by at all of our English conversations, kids that were, you know, even as young as eight or 10 years old would come and they wanted to learn English. Like they wanted to put in the effort. They were like, hi, like, what can you teach me? Like, I want to learn how to say this, like teach me. Um, and you don't, you don't see that in the United States, like, especially in kids, like, you know, really wanting to take initiative to learn anything. They're just glued to their like video games. Um, so I think that's really, really interesting to see how connected people are to each other and to this place that they're from. Marek's story is a little bit different. Marek represents Global Volunteers Community Partner in Poland and has for the last 26 years. So throughout his relationship with Global Volunteers, Marek has seen so many changes. In this next segment, Marek tells me about how Global Volunteers service programs in his communities has made a real difference in the lives of his family, his friends, and his contemporaries on a very deeply personal level. Let's let him tell this story. Is it fair to say that you look at this as relationships? Oh yeah, that's uh, not only for me. I'm, I, for me, it's very important. This is the part of my life uh, because I spent 27 years with uh, this organization. This is the part, very important part of my life, not for me, for me but also for my children. And uh, they, they learn English, uh, and my wife, you know, we, the whole family learn English from uh, global volunteers when, because uh, under 
uh, in the 70s and uh, 80s, I studied only uh, Russian and German. I didn't speak English. And everything what I know uh, is uh, from uh, global volunteers, teachers. Uh, that, that when I talk to when I talk to them, I know the history of US. I know the the, the country. You know this, and many people do, did the same. Like my sons uh, now are about 35, 37, I have two sons. They have good, very good jobs now you know, in Poland. They work in Poland, they, but they work for, for international company. Thanks to this, that they are smart, but also you know, they speak fluently English. That's uh, very important. But this is only uh, one of example. You know, there are many, many families like this. Some people left Poland also to work in because you know the history of Poland is complicated, and uh, even now, many people left to England or to, to work in England or in Germany, but they can communicate pretty easy thanks to this uh, that they can speak English and uh, they speak English thanks to global volunteers. It seems fitting that our final story on this episode would be one that takes this concept of personal change to a whole nother level. The storyteller is a man named Jeff. We've heard from him several times before, and I do enjoy my conversations with him. Jeff realized as he started telling me this story that it's a pretty personal one and that it goes pretty deep, and he was not sure that he wanted me to share it. He did give me permission after the fact, and I'm so glad that he did, and I know you will be too. Let's listen in. Let me share with you, Ruth, uh, and maybe even before I choose to let you use it, but I'll share it anyway because I share it with all the volunteers that I work with. Um, When we are introducing ourselves to each other during our orientation on the first full day of our our visit to a community, whether it's in Cuba, Italy, uh, Montana, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I will tell the volunteers that I'm working with why I find Global Volunteers and the Global Volunteers service experience to be so meaningful and important for me. In 2002, I lost my wife to breast cancer. In 2003, I was able to take a sabbatical from work, and I was looking for something to do that would kind of get me out of the depression that I was in. And Global Volunteers was a big part of that turnaround in my life because you find yourself in the service that you provide for others. You make new friends. You, you see parts of the world. In, in every way, the Global Volunteers experience was rewarding, fulfilling, and kind of set me on a course where, you know, now, 14, 15 years later, I'm still finding this work to be so rewarding and so fulfilling and a big part of my retirement uh, so that I stay focused, involved in, in my world, uh, with people, uh, it gives me the opportunity to travel, make new friends, and, and provide meaningful service.
I guess I'm not sure why I'm still so surprised by the level of personal change that can happen just by participating in a service program and in being in service of others. But I am. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to these beautiful stories. In our next episode, we're going to be hearing stories about the impact of disconnecting and unplugging. Sometimes you'll find that if you disconnect and unplug, you might actually end up reconnecting and plugging in on a whole nother level. Here's a sampling of what you'll hear next week. Even when we got back and we were like, oh, we got to catch up on Facebook and stuff, it almost felt there was there's a, a reluctance to do so because the week of being unplugged was so nice. If you'd like to learn more about anyone featured in today's episode, go to bethechange.blog. If you'd like to learn more about participating in a global volunteer service program, go to www.globalvolunteers.org. See you next time.